0: So, this is our podcast. Alright, welcome to the Confab Corner Podcast, I'm Zach DeGrieff.
1: This is Hannah Tamaskar.
0: And today, we're going to talk about something near and dear to our hearts. It is for me. It. We have fond memories. And... And some not so fond memories. Yeah, precisely. We're going to talk about band, specifically school band, because that's where I've played instruments.
1: Where I thought that you only did you did the trombone. I thought it was only like in middle school.
0: Yes, I played from fifth grade to eighth grade, and I played the trombone.
1: And then you realized that you couldn't go into high school with who you were and also be playing the trombone.
0: Butts. Yeah. <laughs> I think, although I would say it was instrumental in my early years. I hate you. Thank you.
1: I hate you so much. So yeah,
0: we're going to spend some time talking about both of our experiences in band, because we both have those, and I thought it would be interesting to record and share with you guys. So, who would like to go first? Should I go first, because I was the youngest?
1: (laughs) Oh. Like,
0: for the shortest time. Well,
1: can I ask, did you ever experience marching band? Did your 7th and 8th, like, do just marching parades or something?
0: Yeah, in 8th grade, we practiced marching. Uh-huh. And my teacher was actually very impressed with my marching ability. He was like, hey, do what Zach's doing, because he's actually doing it correctly. And then everyone was like, ooh, nice. <laughs> ooh,
1: nice. But
0: i only ever got to march once like it was a performance
1: right right okay well you can go first for sure i just wanted to know that
0: right um well (coughs) first i'll say the reason i chose the trombone as my instrument was because at some point in fifth grade when they started teaching a band to fifth graders they had everyone go down to the middle school and test out different instruments to see what they liked playing and when i was playing on the trombone the teacher was like wow you were really picking up the hang of this really fast so i thought you know You know, this should be something I can do. Um, Like my parents were both into instruments and music, and so parents are awesome. Yeah, they (laughs) are really awesome. My my dad wanted to be a professional drummer, and he still drums all the time. And at the time of what I'm telling the story as. My mom was taking guitar lessons.
1: Parents are awesome.
0: <laughs> they're really I awesome. love your parents. Your parents um, are
1: relationship goals, and their people goals, and their happiness goals. Mm-hmm.
0: Shout out to my parents.
1: You're awesome. Come, come, come! Just live under my bed in my dorm, <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> and g- then just give, give me advice. advice. <laughs> yeah, please. I don't have good parents to give advice. To I feel being... like I feel like I have dibs on my parents, but you I I will lease them. You can lease them out to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Of course you have dibs. They're yours originally. I get that. But just let them spread their love to other people, okay, Zach?
0: All right. Um, um So, so my parents wanted me to try music, and the teacher thought I could do trombone. So I chose the trombone. And I would say that has been very helpful in the future, now that I have, like, backpacks filled with textbooks, and they're really heavy, to carry around a trombone all day. <laughs> and always having to find out where to put it in the back of the classroom while I'm carrying it around it was a it was a challenge because it wouldn't fit in my locker <laughs> like people's flute would fit in their locker right but the trombone you're not gonna get that to fit yeah. Um, and so, that was interesting. Um, I would say the reason that I stopped playing, though, was because of bullying that I experienced. I've told you these stories before, but just for the sake of yeah, anyone the listening, um, there were some mean people in my band. So, first of all, there was this one instance where there was this kid... He came up to me in the locker room and was like, hey, you're not good at the trombone. He was a trumpet player, so, I mean. um, So what
1: did he know?
0: Yeah. um, Probably a lot. Trumpet players are usually really good. The thing is, when I started, there were three trombones in the band, and at that point, I was the only trombone left, because everyone left. All the trombones abandoned me, because it sucked. Because of the bullying. Because, okay, this kid comes up. He says this, and I say, why would you say that to me? And he responded, because if you feel bad, then you'll try harder. And I was like, I don't know who taught you that philosophy, but it is very, very bad. I don't know. That, That seems very rude. This is, like, I think it also implied that this kid is fueled just by shame alone, and I think that's terrifying.
1: I wonder if, like, I wonder if, like, uh, he gets that, you know?
0: That, that what? Like, he that's, gets that I mean, treatment? like,
1: yeah, I mean, like, how would an 8th grader know to say that to you, you know?
0: Right. Like, they're pretty stupid. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, that's, def- that definitely sounds like a thing that, like, a bad mom would say. Like,
1: a learn from home kind of thing. Right. I think that, uh, Like,
0: hey, you're not good at the trumpet, you gotta try harder. <laughs> Thanks, or maybe Mom.
1: or maybe she was saying like you have to practice in order to get better and he interpreted it wrong. Yeah. That's possible too because I know a lot of people <clears throat>
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that, um, like, really would take things that, like, are constructive criticism and make them more of, like, you're not good at this And, and I'm not, I mean, I made that joke, but, like, I think a lot of people do that, actually like, Right That's something it's that, like, like I learned
0: from that relationship It's a source of insecurity yeah.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, but, like, I, we're all insecure, you know? Like, everybody's yeah. got a thing that they don't like about them So, of course, yeah. like, it makes sense that, you know, when you have um, a whatever, then it's a whatever hmm. Like, that didn't make any sense. I just stopped talking. Um, it makes sense that it, it makes sense that like you could like easily twist something that should be nice and constructive into something that's like right, and then pass it off evil, yeah, or passive or whatever, yeah. Um, but that's that uh, really sucks. I wish you wouldn't have listened to that kid because I bet you were awesome.
0: Oh no, I—I I didn't listen to him. I just didn't want to be in that environment. Um, that's fair. Another instance was that during a concert once, uh, the younger fifth grade band, which had seven trombones, was playing. And the person next to me leaned over to the person next to them and said, Their trombone section sounds better than ours. Whether they knew I heard it or not, it was a bit rude to say that one trombone sounds worse than seven trombones. Inherently, because of the skill level of the one trombone.
1: I'm sorry, Zach.
0: Yeah, I don't know. After that I was just like, I don't think band's cut out for me. I don't know. Um it's kinda ruined my experience. But that's okay. Because I still I like music and I like band people. I found that since I quit band, most of my friends have been people who are in the band anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Like you're in band. Yeah. So why don't you tell me about your
1: experience? Uh all right. Well first of all, I suck. Um, no, and I, when I say that I mean it. Like, what well, I didn't realize until I was a so- like until I was a freshman or a sophomore in high school that the uh, uh, that when the band director would say check your key, it's because like you know right before the little like symbol, mm-hmm. there's like those flats and and sharps and stuff. Yeah. And, and I had no idea that that meant that you were supposed to play every F or every E or every B mm-hmm. as a flat sharp or whatever.
0: Right. From yeah.
1: from sixth grade until freshman year, I didn't realize that's what you were supposed to do. I. Had had no idea.
0: Yeah, I couldn't even sight-read. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, I think you would be able to, like, now, you know?
0: Yeah. But... It's a, it's complicated symbols.
1: Sight, but sight-reading isn't necessarily, like... I don't think that anybody's skill or talent should be based on sight-reading. Because, mm. like, sight-read... I mean, like, um... Like, Jesse is, like, a fantastic sight-reader, right? Like, he can do it, like, amazing. And, I mean, he's a fantastic clarinet player as well.
0: Um, this person is in our band.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: but... And also, you don't know if we use their real name or not.
1: I did, it's Jesse Benz. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> just give out his Snapchat code and hope uh-huh. he gets, like, a bunch of people that, like...
0: <laughs> give his email.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just, you send him an email saying, Hey, I heard you were a great clarinet player. And he's like, Who is savage74 at gmail.com? <laughs> like, <laughs> um... No, but, uh, I don't think sight-reading has anything to do with your talent, because, like, Jesse can really, like, he he can read a piece, he can, like, sight-read a piece, and have, like, limited mess-ups, you know? Right. But then, like, when we're in band practicing, he's kind of, like, the most notorious for squeaking. Mm-hmm. Well, he was last year, I think it's a lot less this year, but I think it's because, like, and I, and I mean, I do it too, sometimes, like, for me, the, like, the only reasons why I'm squeaking is because, like, I get too excited about the music, and so my, the position on my read changes, and... And it, it, it doesn't cover the next note that I'm gonna hit and that's when I sweep
0: right so like and it I think it's really that's fun when like you hear the music and it sounds so good and you're just like yes yeah we are doing our job
1: yeah. And so, like, that's what, that's what I think. That's what I think happens with him, too, when he does squeak. Mm-hmm. But, like, so, like, that has, I mean, yeah. So, like, your sight, your your ability to sight read has nothing to do with it. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I didn't know. I mean, really, I was terrible. Like, you're supposed to know that. Like, you're, you're, sp- like, that was when, I guess, the first things that they learned, and I just wasn't listening.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, oh, here's a fun fact. The reason why I took band was so that way I didn't have to take P.E. <laughs>
0: i didn't know that you were, there was a school where that was an alternative i mean
1: <laughs> i still had to take pe but i didn't have to take <laughs> pe for more than uh either one quarter or one semester i don't remember uh, probably a quarter because it was middle school mm-hmm. so yeah that was why i took it because like um if you there were only like so we had the option of um like two electives per year mm-hmm. right and so like are like maybe it was like two, maybe it was like 3 but like one of them had to be pe and like the other ones like we only had like spanish um uh Home Ec, shop band and pe like for, those were like the generic only ones that we had and then there was like art too and so um art pe and band were the only ones that would like take up the entire year. You see what I mean? So, like, if you wanted to do one of those, maybe not art, maybe like Spanish PE and band, um, if you wanted to take one of those, you had to, you you had, like, less options to pick. But, you see what I mean? I, I can't remember if it was, like, if it was, like, we had three options and you could pick three, or if it was, like, if you picked band, then you could only pick, like, one other option. You see what I mean? Like, you had right. less if you did the all-year-round ones. And so, like, if you weren't gonna do band, and if you didn't want to do Spanish, then you had to do P.E. all year And I was like, uh, I ain't doing P.E. all year <laughs> So, I'ma join the band Which I did Nice Yeah, and then I absolutely was not gonna do it in high school mm-hmm. But then, uh, Mr. Van guilted me into it <laughs> Like, cause I told him, I was like Yeah, I think I'm not gonna do it in high school And he's like, what? No, you have to Like, it's marching, and it's so much better, and it's so much fun That liar <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, It was a trap the whole time <laughs> Was a chat. Um, Just for clarification, what instrument do you play? Oh, I play the
1: clarinet. Yeah, the um, the uh. Hey, you can't play an instrument, but you still want to (laughs) participate.
0: Instrument of the band. Really? I always saw clarinet as like the elitist instrument because, like, here's the thing. Um. There was this jerk in the band named Ian, and he played the clarinet, and he was very full of himself. He was very pedantic, you know, like one of those show offs. Mm, Yes, shallow and pedantic. I'm so good at the band. And so he played clarinet, and everyone was talking about how hard it is to play clarinet. And so I always took it to be like, I guess that's the snobby instrument. I don't think you're snobby, but I think that was my association in middle school.
1: I can give you the rundown. Yeah. I think that okay. If you want to ask me, I think that the like one of the harder instruments to play, like some of the harder instruments, mm-hmm. honestly, are like the tuba and the flute, mm-hmm. because like the tuba is just so big, you have to have so much air. Right. And um, you know this as uh, as a brass player, but mm-hmm. like <clears throat> uh, just a quick musical background for anybody listening that doesn't play music um you have different chromat you have like different scales and you have like if I have a G that's like a regular note or whatever you're gonna have like a high G and you're also gonna have like a low G okay that's basic math but basic you know um music and so for the clarinet for example if we want to go from a regular C to like a high C we have a thing called an octave key And so when we hold the octave key, that's what makes our notes go from the low one to the high one. But for all of the brass instruments, to my knowledge, except for maybe, like, the French horn, maybe, then, um, and the flute, you don't have a key that makes, you don't have an octave key. It's your air. It's, it's, you have to either blow faster or slower air. So you have to have more lung capacity. And so, like, the tuba being such a big instrument, that to me is, like, amazing that you can have faster and, like lung capacity for such a big instrument mm-hmm. because like I went from playing the soprano saxophone to the contra bass clarinet saxophone what no I went from playing the the <laughs> soprano clarinet to the contrabass clarinet mm-hmm. which is like as tall like goes up to my neck when it's like on the ground like it's a big instrument yeah um that was my that was my instrument throughout high school and so I feel you on the big case thing because mm-hmm. mine was huge huge when we would go to like do concerts and stuff um it was like the it was like the worst thing to put on the bus because like it was a fire hazard and like you couldn't stand it upright so it just had to be a fire hazard yeah <laughs> uh, but whatever um anyway so like on those instruments you have a key or or yeah and so like that like even going from the, the soprano clarinet to the contrabass clarinet, um, I just I had to have so much more lung capacity. And I didn't realize how much more lung capacity I had gained using the contrabass clarinet until it was pet band again and I was able to use my regular clarinet and then I was like, Oh whoa, look look, my clarinet is so much louder, wow. You know? Because yeah. like I had I was using the same air for the other one. So like that's really amazing. Like you right for the trombone it's the same way, didn't you have to blow like mm-hmm. faster air? Lots of
0: air speed yeah
1: let's that's really hard like that so for me a lot of the brass i think is just so much harder than like any other instrument but then i loop the flute in because the flute um, also doesn't have an octave key
0: yeah on the flute it's just like playing a glass bottle but (laughs) like i've tried (laughs) i've tried making flutes make noise and failed in the past where you're just like (laughs) just like i don't know aggressively blowing at the flute (laughs) and it doesn't work (laughs)
1: Could you imagine somebody, like, is holding a flute, like, as a stick, you know, and just, like, blowing on, like, a random part, not even holding it properly? (laughs) Um, yeah, but that's, that's really amazing. That's pretty hard. So, like, that's why I think those instruments are, like, the harder ones. Um, trumpet, always gonna be loud and snarky and fun. You know, uh, my friend Roger that I ran into yesterday at Maple Leaf? Mm -hmm. He's a trumpet player. That's, that's part of the reason why I had a crush on him. (laughs) I feel like I always am attracted to trumpet players. It's kind of a problem. (laughs) (laughs) i really do though i really do feel that way even um my ex james when him and i were dating he like mentioned that he was in band in like once for in like sixth grade or something and i was like what really like that's such a nerdy thing i never would have expected that from you um holla college band and then uh i asked him i was like so what instrument did you play and he was like the trumpet and i was like oh we were made for each other i'm always attracted to trumpets <laughs> <laughs> um it's true i don't know why um, but like trumpets, not the instrument, the trumpet players, whatever. Um but yeah, the uh <laughs> just like one
0: of these days you you're just like walking down the street with a trumpet, a trumpet. I- in your arm.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's got like a little bow tie on the horn. <laughs> um no, but, I mean, like, Roger would sit behind me and, like, he could just play so loud. Like, just so loud. It was, like, oh my god. <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> uh, it was, like, right in my ear. All the time. Thanks. Thanks, Roger. Um, such a cool dude. But <clears throat> I forgot what I was talking about. Lung capacity. The coolness of
0: trumpets. Yeah, just the general band experience. Yeah,
1: yeah. But well, they always have the melody, so, like, yeah, they're
0: the cool ones. Like, <laughs> Were you ever bullied in band? No. No, you no, just No, you a-
1: can't be bullied in band. That's, like, that... That's what's so like heart like that is so heartbreaking. Like you should never be bullied and banned. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> that like yeah. you can't be bullied and banned. Like that's not. It that, that doesn't make sense. Like I. It makes more sense to me that there would be a guy like on the football team that the rest of his teammates didn't like. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I feel like bullying can happen. In sports and sports and, and extracurriculars, but, like, we are all nerds in band. That trumpet player that came up and said that to you, I bet he had, like, a whole, like, card deck of, like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards or something <laughs> at
0: home. I would not be surprised by that. Right, and
1: so he had no reason to come up and say anything to you Like, mm-hmm.
0: he had no reason
1: and no right, and it wrong mm-hmm. And I'm sorry
0: I just think that my band must have been where all the extra people went <laughs> <laughs> When
1: you say extra, do you mean like you are being extra, or do you mean like just extra people?
0: Um, definitely people who are being extra
1: Yeah, there we go, alright, yeah. cool <laughs> uh, Okay, well, <clears throat> I wish that, a part of me wishes that you would have sticked uh, with band in high school yeah. Because uh, then we would be able to talk about like marching band and like shows and stuff. Yeah. Because like that is the greatest example of the most intense love hate relationship that I think anybody <laughs> could ever be a part of. <laughs> I'm serious, though. Because, like...
0: Is that for you personally or everyone in general? A lot
1: of people agree with me. There's some... I've met, like, a solid three people that have (laughs) told me, Oh, no, I love marching. Like, marching band is... I prefer that over concert
0: band. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) This one needs to get checked out. Um, And they're like, why would I want to sit down?
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What... Why would I want to sit down inside, not cold, not marching, and be able to play beautiful music and not have to reset every 30 seconds? What? Or
0: adjust to the fact that there's no roof.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But, um, a lot of people agree with me, yeah, a lot of people agree with me. It's, the reason why, and here's my interpretation as to why a marching band is such a love-hate relationship, Mm -hmm. is because, like... I don't know, because now I'm just thinking about all the things I love about it. <laughs> but, like, I would never do it again. You see what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I will never, ever do it again. I will... You can't... Like, you would have to pay me a lot of money to relearn a show, to rememorize memorize music, and to get back on the field like that. Because, like, it is a lot of hard work. And I think maybe that's why people sometimes hate it, because it's like, oh crap, we have to go to marching Band again. Like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Right? But, like, the parts that you love about it are... <laughs> low key this one this one's, this one's a hard opener but like it is fun when you go out there and you're with your entire band and you guys are learning this set and you're practicing it you know that, that can be a lot like just, just thinking about like how many hours you've spent on this like one five to ten minute show you know yeah. like so like there's so there's like pride in that and then um and <clears throat> and then um in uh uh, and then, like, the, um, the, um, just the, like, the late, the early morning and the late night travels, like, like, I know for when we were going to Neawalla, um, we had to be at the school at, like, I think it was 4.15 in the morning, mm-hmm. yeah, because Neawalla was an eight-hour drive, and so, like, it was just, like, you know, everybody's in their jammies, and they all have backpacks, and, like, just that, like, you know, we all get on a bus and then we all, like, fall asleep on each other, you know? Like, mm-hmm. those those moments. And then, like, after Niawala, um, when the the parents of the band would, like, cook us all food and so we'd be able to eat before we'd go back to sleep on the bus and had you know, eight hours home. Um, <clears throat> and, and then, of course, like, that moment right before you do take the field, you know? Like, those are the things that you love about marching band. But, like, the things that you hate about it is that you have to, like practice it too <laughs> I don't know it's so hard I would never do it again like that's why it's such a love-hate relationship
0: like what, I, what I'm i kind of hearing I kind of want to connect this to a different experience I had from theater because I'm kind of seeing the same thing I think with theater there's a love-hate relationship with the show you're doing because of <laughs> that same reason
1: is this um is this on like the acting side tech side building a set yeah style? I
0: did I did acting and oh uh, that's right Yeah.
1: I forgot about that.
0: And actually, I did do set design and help putting things together, and there's a lot of work that goes into putting together a show, even in high school. Um, I mean, you know, we'd get all that wood out of the wood shop and put together set pieces and think through costumes, put on makeup, practice our lines over and over and over again, and, uh, practice songs. The band, like, people from the band would be there, um... Just hours and hours go into it. It's like the tip of the iceberg is the show. Yeah. And everything else is underneath. It doesn't get appreciated. And so you go out on that stage and you have fun and you see everything fall into place and it's so fun, right? It's so awesome. But the people in the audience are just appreciating it as a show. And so whether or not you do well is what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. They don't see the hours that went into it. And I think that's kind of what it's like with marching band. Because if you go to a football game... there being a marching band is expected. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things like, well, you can't have a football game without a marching band, you know? And like, we're
1: still going to complain about the marching band and not watch them or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And
0: so I think that feeling of, I'm expected to be here, mm-hmm. it, I'm not being appreciated for what I'm doing specifically, right? more just in general, could contribute to that because it sounds like you have fun with everything that goes into it. But the hardest thing about loving the arts is thinking about how other people appreciate them
1: yeah yeah because
0: it's so fun to put in that work i think
1: yeah yeah i think so too I think so too. And then, and then, and then the re, and then I think the reason why you hate it is because like, well, and I don't know for like theater and for set and stuff, but the reason why you hate it in turn is because you're never gonna do it again. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I know that I'm never gonna do it again. Like, yeah. if, if Perez said like, okay, we're getting a marching band, I-, I wouldn't do it. Like, I'm not gonna memorize the music. I'm not gonna memorize the set. No. Like, I don't know how I did that <laughs> in no. high school. Like, seriously, I don't know how I did it in high school. Yeah. That's
0: baffling to me. <laughs> <laughs> so um i think yeah. we should probably close off this episode of our podcast okay around now if yeah you think that's all right yeah, yeah. but i would like to close off with one last story yeah. because i think this needs to just be recorded for for progeny's sake so as i told you in my middle school one of the clarinets was really snobby, and he was considered like the best player in the band and then there was this girl who was playing the flute and she was another really good player and when it came time to vote for yearbook you know how on the yearbook you get like those voting pairs where it's like most likely to get arrested or uh, most likely to join a professional sports team stuff like that
1: yeah but we didn't do it that way we did it nicer but go on
0: yeah yeah it was nice things i was just thinking off the top of my head but um these these two people were well known for being good at band and so they, everyone voted them in for what they thought was best person at band but the actual title of the qualification was called the next van gogh like the painter so that means that me who is a real big fan of drawing and painting and art and who really wanted to be on the artist part of the yearbook had to deal with the fact that the majority of the people who were my peers thought vincent van gogh was a composer
1: you really should have stayed in band, because it sounds like nobody at your school was smart enough to have an
0: opinion. <laughs> Indeed they were not, but that's okay. Um, that's, that's, that's a good wrap-up,
1: I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good wrap-up.
0: Have a good morning, evening, whatever time you're listening to this, and we will see you later.